Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Rome Business Radio. This is the Rome Floyd Chambers Small Business Spotlight. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. And I'm Thomas Kissett with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Good morning, Roger. Good morning, Thomas. We are in our Zoom room. Um, hope to get back in studio very, very soon here post-pandemic. But you're looking very spiffy. Um, I know most people are listening to this on a podcast, but we've got the pocket square going. You had a lot of ribbon cuttings going on. Yeah, that, that, that shows, you know, people are feeling more comf- confident to be uh, around other people. You know, um, the um, economy, you know, for, for a lot of people is, is doing great. So uh, we just had our annual meeting last, last week as well. Well attended, over 300 people at the Rome Brave Stadium. So um, things are looking good. That's fantastic. That is great news. If you don't mind, could you please uh, take us around our Zoom room here and introduce us to our guests, please? Absolutely. Uh, let's go ahead and get started with Heather Shores. I'll be pleased to have Heather here from the Chieftains Museum. Then we have uh, a team from uh, Keller Williams here, and um, we, that will be that is Simone Adams and Bo Brown. Welcome to the show. And then, uh, last but not least, Chad Smith from Trinity Motor Car. Welcome, everybody. Hello, everybody. How are we? Good morning. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I'll go in the same order that that uh, Thomas did there, um, Heather. Shores with the Chieftains Museum. Uh, if you could just give us, you know, 30 seconds to a minute, just kind of a general overview of the Chieftains Museum. Certainly. So a lot of people may have lived here for a long time and never been in to see us because we are look like just a big white house that's on Riverside Parkway. But we have a lot of history here. So we're a National Historic Landmark. And we are the only standing site that is known where Major Ridge, a Cherokee leader, lived. So Major Ridge was Cherokee. He lived here as a very prosperous farmer and had a farm of over 200 acres of land that sat right here. He also operated a trading post and a ferry boat that went across the Ustanala River, which is why our park is named Ridge Ferry Park. So he was a very wealthy Cherokee man. He was also uh, a representative for the Cherokee to go to Washington, D.C. and negotiate on behalf of their people. And as the United States government and the Georgia government started putting a lot of pressure on the Cherokee to move, he became leader of the Treaty Party that ultimately signed the Treaty of New Echota that led to the removal of the Cherokee to go west. So we have a lot of history here. In addition to uh, just the story of Major Ridge, we have a lot of architectural history as well. So the original cabin that he came to in 1819 is still in our walls and ceilings. And you see it as you go through the house and it turned at least 200 years old in 2019. So we hope that people can come and visit us and experience the history here in their own backyard. Fantastic. Um, yeah, it's uh, an amazing, complicated story, and uh, I look forward to delving into it a little bit more with you here. Um, let's stop by uh, Simone and Bo, Simone Adams, Bo Brown, with Keller Williams. Hi, how are y'all? Doing well. How about you? We are hunky-dory, as we say down south. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about what you guys do, and I imagine you've been very busy because your industry seems to be very busy. Goodness gracious, yes. It is. <laughs> Um, it's definitely a seller's market, but we are, you know, trying to find buyers homes as long as sellers are willing to sell. Yeah. So are you both, are you both real estate agents? We are. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, like, is this 24 seven right now for y'all? 24 seven, 365. (laughs) I don't get mother's day. I went binding on a contract. If that 
<laughs> well, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, we're always working around the clock. Around I mean, the clock. Content, I try to keep up communication with all the clients that I work with just to give them the best customer service I can provide. So, yeah, it gets kind of it gets to a point, you know, it's kind of hectic at times, but we, you know, we do our best to, to manage it. Well, and I, I want to touch base with you guys a little bit more just about the, the cycle we're in with with that industry but let's let's say hello to chad here real quick as well chad with trinity motor car you've actually been on the podcast before a long time ago when we were first getting started so good to see you again how are Thanks you for having me, Roger. uh well I, I i understand uh you had some good news recently a ribbon cutting for a, a new location at trinity tell me about it yes sir so uh we've been working on a a land deal on dean avenue um with Coosa Valley Credit Union, and they decided to close their branch that was across the street from us and gave us the opportunity to purchase that uh, facility. And so we did at 1306 Dean Avenue. So now we're on both sides of the road on Dean. So we're very thankful for that. So you didn't just move, you expanded. Yes, sir. Uh, we're expanded, doubled our capacity for inventory. So that'll be coming directly. So whether you're going towards Saddle Mountain or Piccadilly, you're, you're only got you either way. <laughs> <laughs> uh well that's great news and one of the things i remember about you is uh chad and i i, I certainly want to delve into this a little bit more is that uh you guys are a faith-based business and you put that on your website and i'm curious if that helps or hurts uh because you guys are so open about it uh both it absolutely helps in some cases and then you know if there's ever any kind of uh conflict that's going to arise in any business that you have, uh, people always seem to want to throw that right back up in your face and say, well, I, you're not doing what I want you to do. So you must not be what you say you are, you know, so you run into some of that. Sure. Uh, did, well, did, did the name Trinity come from the faith based? It did. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, let's, let's go back around here. Um, so Heather Chieftain's museum, what, what are some of the basics of like the hours and the the, the cost and what else is maybe is in the house from a memorabilia standpoint or museum type stuff. Certainly. So we're located at 501 Riverside Parkway for those who don't know. So we are across the street, basically from the social security office down the street from the new Piccadilly and the Brave stadium. <laughs> yeah. So we are open from Wednesday through Saturday from 10 AM to 4 PM. It's $5 for adults to visit $3 for student uh, for seniors, age 65, 60, 62 and above. I'm sorry, I got that wrong. And $2 for students kindergarten through college. So when you come to the museum, you can learn all about the history of Major Ridge and his family, Cherokee history, but you can also learn the history of the families who lived here afterward. So once Major Ridge and his family left in 1837, this became regular real estate like any other home like Keller Williams would know about. So it changed hands over time. And it became a museum in 1971. It was a private home all the way till 1968. And for the last few decades of its existence, it was actually owned by the textile mill across the street, which started out as American Chatillion and by that time was Selenese. And the plant supervisor and his family lived in the home. So once it became a museum, it was open for everybody, but we try to interpret all those family stories to truly show the history of the house, particularly architecturally, because owners over time made changes. The amazing thing is that they kept the cabin. They just kept building around it like a Russian nesting doll. 
which was very fortunate for us. So it was either brilliant foresight on their part or a great economy on their part that they didn't want to start from scratch. So they actually preserved this home so that we could still have it and see it today. So in addition to seeing the architecture, you will see information about those families that were closely tied in with Rome history as well. You will see different types of artifacts. We have a very large archaeology collection here because this area was a farm for 150 years. So we have a lot of things that are are devoted to that. We also have gardens on our property. So we have a demonstration garden out front that has plants in it that were used by Native Americans or were planted by Major Ridge on his farm or things that were important for Southern agriculture. So we actually do plant a little bit of cotton every year in one of our raised beds so people can actually see what a cotton plant looks like in all of its forms. Uh, Major Ridge did have a little cotton here that he used, not for commercial use. Commercially, he sold corn and wheat here. But we try to demonstrate these different plants, especially for school children that come, when they can come, so that they can learn a little bit more about how history has been formed over time. And different plants give us different opportunities to also talk about the Southern labor process. Major Ridge was also a slaveholder. So he had between 15 and 20 slaves on this property at any one time that were both Choctaw slaves and African slaves. So it gives us an opportunity to talk about that story, which you don't often hear about. We also have a three sisters garden that is here and a lot of different signage outside that will show you where things were on the property. It talks about slavery among the Cherokee as well. So there's a lot of things to see here, both inside and outside our building. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's certainly a rich historical area um, because of where Rome is located. Uh, But it it does cross all of those you know, bad historical things, the trail of tears, of course, and slavery and all of that. So, but just as a museum that has been able to stay in that one place, I say you said it became a museum in 1971. Is that right? Yes, it did. But the fact that the house has stood all that time, you would think over time it would get torn down. And, but I guess that's the thing about Rome. We have, we have a lot of historical things that are still standing here and there, lots of older buildings and whether that's commercial real estate, I guess that gives me a little segue here back over to, to uh, Simone and Bo. Um, do you guys find that you guys, you know, what is, what is the historical home market like in, in Rome and Floyd County? Do you deal a lot in that or is it new homes? What's going on? What's going on right now? Yeah, right now, uh, historically, like, uh, as she said, speaking historically, uh, right now, the world that we live in, we have historic, uh, appreciation of homes, historic low interest rates and historic buyer demand. <laughs> yeah. So those three things combined has created something we haven't seen ever, ever. So um, in Rome specifically, it's not a lot of new construction. We actually need, we have a huge demand for new construction. So uh, I believe an agent in our office has put uh, some land under contract for a builder to come and put uh, a thousand homes in the Rome area. So we're still working to get that deal closed, but uh, yeah, it's mainly resale of uh, just resale of, of homes. Um, and because of the lack of supply, the historic low supply, and this is not just in Rome, this is across the nation. So you go to the town over in Cartersville, it's, it's everywhere. If you're searching for a home, uh, the best time to buy is now because they do see appreciation. It's going to continue to rise mm-hmm. um, because of the situation that we're in. So it's just a, you know, it's supply and demand economics. And, and that's where we are right now. And, in this you know, industry. So. So, so. I put it on the scale of a home I sold in Walton Creek last year. 
about 161 now is 201. So we're up 40,000. Yeah. So they're seeing double digit increases year over year in home price. And right now, if you were to put your house on the market, uh, I believe the most recent close, uh, they're average across the nation. We're averaging 4.8 offers on each home. So you're pretty much guaranteed an offer. So, <laughs> so you're, you're guaranteed not only asking price, but sometimes people come in higher, don't they? They're coming in higher. They're paying appraisal gaps to where if it doesn't appraise, they'll pay the difference in cash. It we've nothing like we've ever seen. How long? What is your background, both of you? How long have you been in this industry? I've been with Keller Williams since 2018. Okay. Yeah, I've had I've been a licensed real estate agent for five years now, but I just recently joined Keller Williams in February. So I was formerly with uh, Fathom, really, but I'm I'm a lifelong resident of Rome. I grew up in the model area, graduated from model high school. So I worked at Garden Lakes originally, but uh, but I'm glad to be with the number one real estate brokerage in America and in the world. So, <laughs> yeah. so but so this, but you said you said historic. So like uh, never before have all of these factors kind of come together. Yeah, all all of these things coming together at the same time has never happened. So uncharted territory. We have we weren't expecting to not have the supply for buyers. We were actually expecting for people to be scared to buy and not sell but it flipped. We have nothing to buy. Yeah. So uh, how long do you forecast this lasting? It's, you know, uh, the, I guess historically, you know, markets dip and real estate does this and this. Um, I guess you need to be making your money now while you can. Huh? <laughs> I think Google, Google estimated, I think the search for when is the market going to collapse went up 2000% over the last six months. So, they had buyers have that concern, but also, you know, uh, just seeing how, how the selling market is, it's definitely a seller's market. So you put your house on, uh, it's going to be, you know, the appreciation is going to continue. They're seeing it to, to continue to appreciate over the next couple of years. So no one really knows, but you know, you just do, do the best you can to get your buyer the best deal that they can get. And also if you're representing the seller, you want to get the seller the best deal they can get. So that's what we're here to do. We're having to be creative. And, and I mean, to what do we attribute it? Is the, is this just, cause this is what was going on during the pandemic. Yes. Um, so is it, is it just a variety of economic circumstances and interest rates all kind of converging at once? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really, it's really has a lot to do with, yeah, the, the interest rates being so low, which has yeah. increased the buyer demand that they weren't expecting. And then we already had low inventory going into the low interest rates and they've held low mm-hmm. and they still seem, you know, I think this year they're only going to, they're forecasting up to a little bit in the mid to high threes. So we'll still be below 4% this whole year. So we'll have to wait till next year, see if it goes up higher, but you know, I don't know how it's going to be corrected. Right. Right. It's yeah. above my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the risk is you may get a low interest rate, but three years from now, your house may be worth $20,000 less. Right. Uh, you know, just cause it might level off or bounce back a little bit, but you've got that great low interest rate. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't realize there was going to be this much math. We're very well positioned though. It's not going to be like 2007, 2008, just because of home equity. A lot of uh, more homeowners have tremendous equity in their mm-hmm. homes. So we're not, they're not over leveraged. So even if I, you know, they may be forecasting foreclosures, but I don't see that coming anytime yeah. soon. Gotcha. Chad, how has the, uh, how has the car, in, car industry gone through the pandemic and into now? You know what it's during the pandemic, we had our a record year last year. Uh, we grew a hundred percent during the pandemic. 
Uh, right now, what we're seeing in the last three and a half months is very similar to what they're talking about in real estate. So uh, the new car manufacturers are shutting lines down because of chip shortages, uh, creating a huge demand in my market. And so the quality of inventory that's out there has decreased while the prices have increased and the books are not caught up. I mean, it's it's very similar to what we're seeing in the real estate market as far as inventory is concerned. Now, do you just deal in used cars? I do. Or do we, is there a catchphrase? Are they pre-owned? I'm sorry if I said something. <laughs> no, they're used. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but Thomas, this is this is good news. Um, you know, thriving industries, not just uh, squeaking through the pandemic. Um, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, poster childs. You know, I mean. Um, we, we, we talked about it several times and, um, you know, there, there are people that, you know, you know, profited from, from this pandemic and, um, there are niches, you know, that had to be, we had to, you know, pivot. That's my favorite, new favorite word. And, you know, um, a lot of those folks, um, did, did the right way, you know, I mean, who would have known that, you know, during the pandemic, you know, we all of a sudden sell, sell houses and, uh, you know, cars it's just because you know we are all confined on this in this place we can't go anywhere and um you know which is also a, a huge opportunity so and i want to thank thank our guests to be actually ambassadors you know i, I we always find find try to find an, uh, synergies and um you know i think you all kind of like are ambassadors for people that possibly want to come to rome either as a visitor you know it's a great destination uh to come to rome and you know a museum is always uh, on the top of the list when you have visitors. You know, you, you you Google the hotel, you Google the restaurant, and you Google, you know, attractions and museums. So um, that's, that's always something, you know. And I know Chad um, attracting, you know, visitors uh, with his website, the, the Honest car, car Dealer, you know, that's his website. And he attracts people, you know, from surrounding states, uh, from, from the Carolinas, from, from Florida, so um, he's an ambassador for Rome, and you know maybe he can connect those folks to to Heather and to uh, Simone and Bo, and you know just just keep him here, you know. And then also you guys uh, with Keller Williams, uh, Bo and Simone, um, you know you you are the point of contact for new folks coming in. And uh, I know the inventory is, is it's a tough subject, but you know the chamber's job is to create uh, you know new enterprises, and um, you are just a part of it. You know you're part of the chamber family and you know uh we all want to work together and uh this is just another great example how synergies can work together yeah uh bo and simone following up on that how important is it for you guys to i guess maybe especially from somebody moving here from out of town the quality of life in rome is that part of your is that part of your pitch uh you know you got the schools and the you know, you always talk schools and parks, but just Rome with the rivers and this, there's so many activities and farmers markets. And, you know, is that part of what you guys also work into your sales process? Absolutely. In my buyer's consultation, there are um, just pamphlets and information and just things that the chamber has. And I'll be stopping by Heather to uh, get some Chieftain's things to put in there. <laughs> Please do. Just like like he said, we're a point of contact. So as soon as they meet us, we try to just sell Rome. And so, like, what would be some of the the first highlights of what you would sell about Rome? It would depend on who it is. Oh, okay. um, An older couple or 
person, we may hit on the spires of Barry and if that's what they're looking for or something like that. So it just depends on the person. I got you. That makes sense. Uh, Heather, let's go back down history highway here for a minute. Um, Major Ridge was major his name or a military title? It was actually a military title. Okay. So his Cherokee name was Canungdeklega. Okay. Uh, hopefully that was pronounced right. If you speak Cherokee, please let me know. <laughs> but it meant he who walks along the ridge. So he was re- just referred to as Ridge, um, as a lot of Cherokee were. They just were given kind of a an English translation of their Cherokee name. But he fought under Andrew Jackson in the War of 1812 and the Creek War, and most famously at the Battle of Horseshoe Bend, which took place in 1814 that ended the Creek War. So because he had recruited so many Cherokee to fight for the United States, and because he had served in that battle in particular, he was given the rank of major. So he adopted that as his first name because it was much more American to have two names instead of one. So he would be Major Ridge for the remainder of his life. And he was a Cherokee who was very um, believed in assimilation quite a bit, believed in education for his people. He himself would never learn to speak, read or write English He would always have Cherokee as his primary language, and he always had an interpreter that would interpret for people who didn't speak Cherokee. But he wanted to make sure that his children went to school. So his children were educated, and they went to different mission schools. His oldest son, John, traveled all the way to Connecticut and studied at a school that was there. So he really saw assimilation into white culture and American culture as a way forward for his people. And that's one of the shame shameful things in American history when we think about what we did to our first peoples in our native nations, because they were here for so much longer than we were when the Europeans got here. But the Cherokee tried to play the game by the rules they were given, but they were never allowed to win. And that's really a shame because it deprived our area of having their culture as a living culture right here that we could could still have today and benefit from. So it's really important for museums like mine to preserve that history. And the Cherokee Nation really does appreciate it. They will come here and visit and and let us know that they are so happy somebody's preserving their history. So they actually thanked all of Rome and Floyd County for preserving their history when their secretary of state from the nation in Oklahoma came here a couple of years ago. So they, they really love Rome for that reason. Well, and it's just, you, you probably don't think about it on a daily basis, but everywhere you turn, you know, there's the rivers are, you know, Ustanala, Etowah, Kusa. Uh, you know, I was born in Armurchi. Uh Chickamauga's just up the road. I mean, it, it, it's still around us everywhere we look um, because of these original names that are just, you know, have stuck with us through time. Uh, but if I if I have remember my reading, I visited your website, and I remember this just from having grown up in Rome. Major Ridge was a was a big proponent of trying to, you know, you know, work in unison as you as you said, assimilate. But then there came a point in time where he kind of felt like he was in favor of relocation, and he signed that Treaty of Achota that yes. that led to the Trail of Tears and ultimately his death. Correct. 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 So he really, he believed in assimilation up to a point. Once you had the Indian Removal Act passed by Congress in 1830, every Native American east of the Mississippi was required to go west, Cherokee included. And you also had an 1828 gold found in northeast Georgia. So there was a lot of pressure put on the Cherokee to move. And as that pressure increased, the nation fractured into two groups. 
One was under Principal Chief John Ross that wanted to try to negotiate and stay. The other was under Major Ridge, the treaty party that advocated making the best deal possible and going west so they could remain a nation. And he ultimately did give his life for signing that treaty. Once all the Cherokee who were going west had gone in 1839, Major Ridge, his eldest son, John, and his nephew, Elias Budno, were all killed within an hour of each other by their own people because they had signed that treaty and they're all buried out west today for that. So we it's not a happy story that we tell here, but it's a really important story because there's so much that we can learn from history to hopefully make our future and our present a little better if we just listen. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was a horrible historical time for it was African-American slavery and the Trail of Tears, certainly a stain on our history. But yes, as as you mentioned, you got to learn from it. Um, learn from that stuff. Um, it's hard to kind of maybe segue from that to kind of get back to the business of business, but uh, I could talk history all day. It was actually, I, I love it so much. I minored in it in college and I, I read everything I can all the time, but especially when it's local. Um, yeah. You know, um, Major Rich was quite a businessman. So he he was one of the third wealthiest Cherokee in the state of Georgia by the time of removal with a prosperous farm, a ferry and a trading post. So not too different from what we have, both with selling homes and with selling cars. <laughs> You're trying to help me with my segue there. Well, well, because because when you talk about, you know, historical shame, it's sometimes hard to move on. So thank you for that. But I do want to reference uh, several weeks ago for people here listening to Rome Business Radio. If you just go to our website, RomeBusinessRadio.com, where you can go back through our historical archive of previous shows. Um, we had... Um, I, I am going to forget her name, and I apologize profusely. Uh, Dr. Clemmy Watley. Dr. Clemmy Watley was on as a guest, and she is a Chubb descendant of Chubbtown, which was the story of free African Americans who had set up their own, you know, their own town, thriving, thriving area, uh, kind of in a Cedar Town, Rome, Cave Spring. The center of all that was Chubtown. I think there's still some things that exist there. Uh, another fascinating historical story um, about a darker time where people still still could thrive, um, which brings me back um, to business. So, um, Chad, Trinity Motor Car. Uh, so, like, what's your inventory now? What's your you know, we're we're probably we probably have 115 or 130 cars there today. And uh, we're trying to get that number up closer to 200 uh, within a few months. Uh, Like I said, inventory is incredibly difficult to buy, especially the kind of inventory that I generally carry is not your average used car. So uh, that stuff's become really rare. Uh, Dealers are keeping their trades um, instead of taking them to the auction. So the supply chain for us is not broken, but it is definitely slowed down. Uh, and with that, the, the prices of cars have increased 30 to 40 percent in the last 90 days uh, for the same used cars versus, you know, 90 days ago. So that that creates a whole plethora of issues um, when you talk about going into finance and that kind of thing. So you mentioned your like what type of in- inventory specifically do you target? Uh, listen, I, if you go by my lot, you'll see the lifted trucks and you'll see the, the Dodge Challenger RTs or the Hellcats and you'll see the Porsches and, uh, that kind of thing. You know, you're going to see a, 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 you're going to see nice cars, it's cars you want to drive, uh, maybe even cars you've dreamed about all your life. You know, I grew up, 
um, not very wealthy. And I always had these big dreams of nice cars. Cars have always been my thing. And uh, now that I'm in a position to uh, buy a few of them, I buy them and we sell them to other Romans. And uh, they, they, they've had some of those people have had the same dreams that I had growing up. And we get to see people uh, attain their dreams sometimes. And that's really cool. Good for you. So um, it's, uh, do you have some sort of checklist of how you maintain or get them prepared to resell, checking the engine? Yeah, and- yeah there's, there's no vehicle on that lot that hasn't been post-sale inspected. And what that means is engine, transmission, rear end. Uh, major components are going to be checked before they ever hit that lot. Um, now, will you find something small? Absolutely. You know, if we didn't sell stuff with a scratch or a ding or something, I mean, you know, you, they're used. But we try to do as good a job as humanly possible to make sure everybody gets a good car that'll run. Gotcha. Um, well, let's kind of go around the room here one final time. And what I'm most interested in now is getting, uh, getting your contact information so people can do business with you because that's what Rome business radio is about is, uh, you know, is following up here. So, um, Chad, let's go ahead and, you know, what's your website? Are you on social media? Uh, we know that if you drive down Dean street, you're on both sides of the road. (laughs) We are. Um, and so my website is honestcardial.com. Um, and, uh, our office is of course at 1300 and at 1306, uh, 1311. If you just get run down Dean street, you'll see Trinity motor car company. Uh, and our phone number is 706-237-7668. Are you on social media? We are. Uh, so our Facebook page has right at 10,000 followers and, uh, from all over the South. And, uh, we'd love for you to follow us on Facebook too. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Simone and Bo, what's, uh, what's the best way for people to, you guys are in the real estate business. So you're going to hand out your cell phone first and foremost, like, call me. Oh, <laughs> what's your, what's your contact information, website, cell phone, what have you. We are at 200 East second Avenue off of broad street here in Rome. Um, my per- personal cell phone number is 706-537-3869. Yeah, my cell phone number is 706-676-2349. You can find me on Facebook at, at RealtorBo and on Instagram at Sold by Bo Brown. Um, yeah, we, we have Keller Williams' uh, websites. It's bobrown.kw.com or SimoneAdams at kw.com. Um, I'm also licensed in Georgia, Alabama, and Tennessee. So any of those states that anybody needs anything, just let me know. And are you on social, Simone? Yes, Simone Adams. You just type it in. I'm very active. Can't miss me. <laughs> Cannot miss her. Uh, and and Heather at the Chieftain's Museum uh, location again, hours, contact information, website, what have you. Certainly. So we're at 501 Riverside Parkway here in Rome. Our hours are 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday each week. And you can get more information about the museum by visiting our website at chieftainsmuseum.org. Giving us a call at 706-291-9494. We also have pages on Facebook and we have an Instagram account. So please like us and share our events and our information. I mean, are you are you back uh, with post, post-pandemic protocols? Are there any issues there at all? Right now we are, we're doing mask optional at this point. Okay. Uh, it depends on how many people are in the museum at any one time. We're trying to still limit the number because this is a historic house and it can be kind of hard to keep people's face apart properly. Right. So we're trying to limit the incoming groups to 10 at a time, but that really is based on 
if you just have small children or the kind of the composition of the group. So we kind of take it on a case by case basis through the week. Well, it's funny. You've got me, Heather, you got me all excited now. I haven't been there in years, but now I want to go back. Uh, you, you know, you, you drive by it a hundred times, you know, a month, They're just there off Riverside and you go to Ridge, I go to Ridge Ferry Park to walk my dog, uh, you know, and walk right, by, right behind the museum. Um, so, um, I'm going to stop by there soon just cause I love history and for Romans that you might take it for granted cause it's in your backyard, but please stop by. It's, it's, uh, please do. Um, and you can always support us by coming to visit us or by becoming a museum member as well. Okay. Yeah, we got we got a rich history, both good and bad. So, um, but it is what it is. Um, Thomas, um, if information for you to contact at the chamber. Yeah. Well, Roger. First, um, you know, we always have this little spiel. Uh, what is is the the food landmark close by? You know, and uh, all these <laughs> places have that in common. You know, you know, when it smells good, you you nearby these places. You know, uh, Heather has the new Piccadilly. Uh, Chad has the has the original uh, Piccadilly, and um, you guys have the shrimp boat, right? So um, it always smells good. So if you have lunch lunch plans, you know, plan a little extra time and uh, uh, go visit um, these 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 places. <laughs> and uh, if you want to find us, the Romford Chamber, um, our uh, E three landmark is you know Swift and Finch or Duck Deli. Uh, all great chamber members, um, family members. And um, you Google us, uh, Rome Floyd Chamber, and you get all the information that you need. Well, thank you, Thomas. I think, Thomas, I also might want to add an extra feature to our shows every week. Um, you know, you, you try to look for a tie-in. But you said earlier in the show that your your favorite new word was pivot. I think we should also get you to do a word of the week every show, and you translate it for us into German. Sure. <laughs> so so what, would, what would the pivot be in German? What would that be? Um, sich umstellen, 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 umstellen. Yeah. See, it's, we we educate, we inform, we entertain. Right. So, what is that in Cherokee, Heather? Um, could not tell you. We're just going to go with pivot. Okay. Um. Uh, well thank you everybody so much for joining us uh this was a very interesting show and a great group of folks uh i'm very appreciative so thank y'all once again you have been listening to the rome floyd chamber small business spotlight i'm roger manis with rome business radio we broadcast from the hardy realty studios and we work in cooperation with the rome news tribune thank you for listening